The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com, is heard on the We Be Geeks Collective and on Sci-Fi.Radio. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. The kid and I have flown from one side of the galaxy to the other. We've been listening to a lot of strange podcasts. But the monster sci-fi show stands above the rest. Isn't that right, Quarku? I still hate that name. The monster sci-fi show is part of the ESO network. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. We're the Con Guys, and this is the Con Guy Show, coming to you straight from the nerdy heart of Hollywood, California. And this is Jim with theconguy.com. She's been here with theconguy.com. Katie here, aka the Con Girl. Zordon did not want five teenagers with attitude. My name is Derek Sam. I'm Danae Sams, and that's my brother. We are your home for news opinions, and interviews from the world of Comic-Cons and fandoms, your ultimate insiders for all things <laughs> Hey, welcome back, everyone, for, get this, episode number 127 of The Con Guy. That is right. We've been bringing you news and opinions about Comic-Cons, fandoms, and geeky stuff. Geeky culture now for 127 episodes. We began way back March 2016. Our very first episode was a preview of WonderCon 2016. And uh, we've come a long way, baby. That's all I got to say. No wonder I'm exhausted. (laughs) I know. I'm always so tired. All right. Starting right up top with me. Who do we have? By the way, my name is Jim. I am one of your co-hosts here on the Con Guy Show. You can find me, um, all things Con Guy. Who do we have next to me? The lovely lady, Danae. Unmuted. There we go. Hi, I'm Danae. I'm one of the Kung Girls and half of the Samblings. Can't wait to discuss Stranger Things, Spider-Man, and Jeopardy. I guess we're doing that for Derek tonight. All boring stuff. <laughs> it's for everyone. Amy Fowler. How do you say her name? Amy Fowler. Amy Fowler. Fowler. Yes. Blossom, Jim. Her name is Blossom. She's a doctor. All right. She is a doctor. It's true. I know. Who's next to Who's next to Danae? She's been here with uh, conguy.com. This is a conguy show, right? Yes, it's conguy. <laughs> we are conguy and scare guy. I got a new microphone. I'm excited to use it. Hopefully, you can wow. hear me. That's huge. That's cool. Hmm. All right. The other half of the samblings. Hi, I'm Derek. I'm a regular here on the conguy um, and the scare guy and a contributor to the conguy.com. And I am the other half of the samblings with my sister. Wait. Other way. Slide. There you go. Danae. And we're going to skip over the guy in the middle and because Danae and Derek are going to introduce Nobody him. likes him anyway. Just we're going to introduce him in just a second, but Ben. Hey, everybody. It's me, old buddy Ben. Uh, and I'm a, a regular here on the show, actor, writer, comedian, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm excited. I'm stoked. Love Stranger Things. Uh Dude, that Spider-Man trailer just dropped like an hour and a half ago. Yeah, but first, Ben, there's something even more important. I know. I'm just... Happy birthday to you. 
happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. you. Whoops. Happy birthday, Ben. Oh, thanks. I don't know if you guys knew how much I love birthday candle barbershop quartet music. (laughs) (laughs) I actually do love barbershop quartet. I do love barbershop quartet. So uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, my birthday was Sunday. Um, How was it? It was nice. We actually, we mostly did stuff on uh, Saturday because uh, I was supposed to work on Sunday and then I ended up not feeling hot on Sunday. So I called out sick. It was kind of like half, ah, I don't feel that great, but also like it's my birthday. I'm going to take the day off. But uh, I did have a legitimate reason. I did not, uh, I did not lie. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was fun. Thank you, Jonathan Wilkinson for the birthday wishes. Then uh, how does it feel to finally be 21? You know, I had my first taste of alcohol recently. Yes, my love. My wife has just burst into my office, flailing her arms and hysterical. What is it? I know. I know. Are you going to show them the thing? The birthday gift? Yeah. No. Hi. Well, it's behind yeah. me. Yeah. So this, this, uh, well, I guess it's called a fire spray now, but this is the formerly known uh, Slave One, Boba mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Fett Starship. Uh, that my wife got me for my birthday. My beautiful oh, that's so cool. Um, and I have it set up, but I don't want to walk over because I'm wearing loose sweatpants shorts. And oh, no. the internet doesn't need to see that right now. <laughs> um, oh, that's my so my lovely cool. assistant is is presenting that is Boba so Fett cool. Slave One cool. complete with a Han Solo frozen in carbonite right there. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. And, of course, my wife knows me. And there, there's my dog. There's our dog oh, no. who just won't die. She won't die. She refuses to die. <laughs> and we were fully prepared for this dog to kick the bucket. And then, oh. you know, she's had all these health problems. And then we take her to the vet. And the vet's like, oh, she's 15 and a half, but she's very durable. <laughs> and so now we don't know what to think. We, we love her. We Thank really you. do. All of our best wishes and prayers. We're keeping her up. We're keeping her alive. Well, thank hey, you very much. I do have to ask you, Ben. When what was written on the box for the ship? What was what was it called? Because that's been a big controversy for about three or four weeks. So now. it it does say Slave One on the box. I've been reading some different stuff. Now I, I do I understand the idea because formerly Princess Leia in the gold bikini was known as a blood god. Sorry. <laughs> Every time Bloodgood comes on, I gotta say that. Formerly, Princess Leia in the Gold Bikini was called Slave Leia, and now I think they've kind of changed her name to Hut Slayer yep. Leia. Um, and I, I understand that you know Disney and Lucasfilm are trying to move away from the idea of like slave because it is yep. a nasty term, really. Um, but I've been reading different things. They're like, oh, they renamed it Boba Fett Starship, and then they renamed it Fire Spray, and they then didn't they rename it. And they, but the thing is, yeah, Jim, and you know, you might have some insight on this. I don't know that uh, that I haven't read, but apparently, the model of ship is a fire spray. Yep. There, I think it's technically still called Slave One, but they just don't really use that anymore. Right. And there's a, a there's a the, in the comic books right now from Marvel. There, um, your face disappeared, Luke. There we go. 
in the comic books, they're calling it the fire is it fire sprayer, fire spray, I believe. Fire Let me spray, see. Yeah, and that's how they're referring to it in the comic books right now. And is like two days ago, somebody was they were doing an interview about the the book of Boba Fett coming out, and there's speculation that they will be calling it fire spray in the book of Boba Fett coming out in uh, in December. So I mean, here's the deal. Did they ever actually utter the words Slave One in the movie? No, not that I know of. They've never then, called then, it that properly. We can all get off our horse. I mean, they barely even say the words Boba Fett. I know. So, like, so we can change it if we want. <laughs> ben fell asleep. No, there it goes. It was just it froze. All right. Derek and Danae, real quick, because we do have something cool that we need to talk about that just happened within the last hour. But we need for you guys to introduce this cool guy who is with us today. Oh. Um, well, Derek, by the way, this is my friend Jonathan. I don't think you've met him. Hey, Jonathan. Um, guys, this is Jonathan Hogue. He's incredibly talented, and he is the writer and all the things, Stranger Things. They just dropped an amazing off-Broadway show. It is a Stranger Things, Stranger Things parody entitled Stranger Sings. And you guys have been prepping this for quite a while because I follow you on Instagram since we went to college together. And it looks amazing. So, Jonathan, are, how excited are you? I mean, I, I'm so excited for you over the fact that you have an off-Broadway show. How excited do you feel on a scale of, like, one to three and a half? Oh, yeah, three and there a half. it is. Um, definitely a solid three and a half. I, uh, that's, that's, that's the number for, for the evening. Um, yeah, I, like, it's, I, I, I don't really know how to, like, process that it's, it's happening. I've been working on the show for three years, and... Um, and then, you know, we had a pandemic. So, like, the fact that we're one of the very first uh, shows back in New York City since the pandemic, not to mention the first new musical to open in the city since the pandemic, is just, like, insane. So, yeah, I love it so much, and it's uh, it's really freaking cool. That is awesome, and we're going to dive into that pretty deep here in just a second. But first, Marvel decided to own every piece of pop culture news right now. Ben, what just happened? Okay, so my wife and I are sitting on the couch watching Deep Space Nine, like you do, <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden Brie goes, wait, uh, Sony just dropped the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. And I was like, don't be stupid. There's no way they would just randomly drop it without some sort of big buildup and like, we're releasing it during, uh, I don't know, Thanksgiving dinner, something big. And and then she was like, no. And she like pulls up YouTube on the TV and goes to it. And we're like, oh, this isn't. I mean, they're calling it a teaser. This isn't a teaser. This is a three minute long trailer. Yeah. For Spider-Man No Way Home. And I guess from what I understand, I had read about there were like some leaks happening in the last few days. And so what I gather is that basically there were leaks coming out about Spider-Man No Way Home. And so Kevin Feige and Sony were just like, fine, we'll just release the trailer at 6.41 p.m. on a Monday night. Wait, 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 wait. Look at Danae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doing it right. Danae has a giant box of wine and a giant spice pizza. It's not just a box of wine. We had a house party this weekend. I have seven bottles of wine I got to get through, and it's wine. It's got a very specific shelf life. I can't just let it sit there. And I got to get All through this box first. This giant box just overtook the screen. Like, <laughs> it's not just 
a box of wine. It's a box of Moscato. <laughs> it's a box of Moscato because it's delicious, and this box is like ten bucks. And Would you like glasses, Lou Lee to... syrup? <laughs> All right. So Ben. Okay. I said, would you like boozy sugar syrup? Um, <laughs> so, Ben, what were you saying? Um, yeah, so uh, around 6.40, 6.41 p.m. tonight on the uh, West Coast, of course, um, all of a sudden, Spider-Man 3 trailer drop. Well, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer drop. Mm-hmm. And um, boy, uh, you know, a lot of stuff in there that were like, okay. And the trailer was magnificent, nevertheless. Cat, yes, thank you for your insight that was uh you you hit it on the head and the thing is we saw bloody good observation what (laughs) bloody good observation bloody good blood good ah um we saw things we were expecting to see we saw stephen strange we saw spider-man and mj we saw him dealing with the aftermath of j jonah jameson revealing his true identity and him like trying to make a case for himself etc 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 we saw, you know, kind of multiverse stuff kind of happening, which we were all looking forward to. But then, like, the last 15 seconds of the trailer, do you want me to say anything about this, or do we want to get into a conversation about it first? Because Let's get into a little bit of a conversation. Has, who here has not seen the trailer? Yes, we've all seen the trailer. No, no, let's uh, let's talk about it real quick. No, go ahead and tell us the last 15 seconds, Ben. What happened? Well, so the what and I only watched it once. So the the more keen observers who've watched it multiple times may have picked up on more than I did. But the two big things I love the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Both of them. There are only two. Only two of them happened. There is no <laughs> Spider-Man 3. That's not a real movie. That was a fever dream we all collectively had. Mm-hmm. Um I think Spider-Man 2, I think Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 is one of the best superhero movies out there. It's still and, up at the top, yep. Yeah, and and of course you couldn't have that one without Spider-Man 1. And it was one of the rare instances where the first movie was good and the sequel was better, in my opinion. Yep. Um, so being a fan of those films, then we see towards the end of the trailer, you know, chaos ensues. All of a sudden this like green glowing smoke bomb kind of like rolls on and we hear this familiar, almost Willem Dafoe like laughter. Yes. And that first of all was like, oh, and now we all had kind of known like, oh yeah, well, I think Willem Dafoe's in it. And then we did know that Alfred Molina is reprising Doc Octopus. And then, boom, we see the robot tentacle come out. We see Alfred Molina in his full glory floating out on his on his things. It just goes, hello, Peter. And I was like, ah! That was so great. <laughs> yeah. And yes, Cat Bloodgood, Doc Ock looks like he hasn't Doc- aged a day since 2004. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He looks great. He's uh, been wearing that sunscreen, y'all. That's true. Hey, real um, quick trivia. First, first on-screen appearance of... Alfred Molina? No, Jim, you know I know this. Oi, oi, anybody else know this? Yeah. Okay, we did this a couple weeks back. back. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yes. Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, what did the rest of you guys think of the trailer real quick? Luke? I'm just really hoping we see Miles Morales. Like, Luke, that's what I want to see. Luke, Luke you are muted. Luke, you're muted. We missed your amazing keen observation. Well, uh, what I wanted to say real quick was that I remember Ben talking about Doc Ock forever ago when the news was first released. So I know this was like a big exciting moment because Ben continuously was posting 
the news about different people being on set or being part of this production. Yeah. So actually seeing that is kind of the main, you know, villain kind of shown there, at least at that moment, had to be pretty exciting for Ben. Oh, when he came when in. Full like, ah. Sorry. Yeah. Danae? You were saying something. Oh, it's just, I want to see Miles Morales. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Sorry, my computer fan's really loud. Sorry. Derek, As a cartoon. Yes, and it was amazing. And, like, I still want to see... I mean, we'll see what happens, but there were all those rumors about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I'm not letting go of them yet. <laughs> I think they're in there. So this, the reason that this came out today, like Ben was saying, it, it did leak yesterday or the day before. It, it leaked recently. All day long, Sony's been trying to stomp it out, sending letters of, of take this down and, you know, you can't show this. I, and I think they just finally gave in. But this, what happened is CinemaCon is happening in Las Vegas right now. And this is the trailer that Sony used to to open their presentation. That they also, the studio Sony unveiled new looks at its upcoming slate, including Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Brad Pitt's Bullet Train, Train, and they also screened the entire movie of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Spider Man helped kick off this year's Pared Down Monday Night, which just tonight. So it's yeah, they just now released it, which is very cool. Um, it's light on attendance because you know. The industry has taken a beating right now, but it's kind of cool that they released this. So, anyways, um, any other any other things nuggets before we jump on? Wait, wait. There will be a lot when we like when people can actually go through and pick apart the trailer because I bet you there's a whole lot that we all missed. I watched it five minutes before we got on here. Yeah. So there were licked pics of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire on set today, posted on Twitter today that Sony kept pulling down. So not sure if they're real or not, but must have been something if Sony pulled them. Hey, by the way, Bradley, glad to see you, my friend. So, all right, so let's move on. There's a so little- Real quick with, with Spider-Man before we move on, like the thing yeah. I was wondering, cause with Loki coming out in the multiverse split, and we all know, spoiler, that that happened kind of towards the end. I was wondering if this somehow ties to it or the thing that happens with Doctor Strange that they clearly show where he casts this spell is what causes all this or wondering if it's a blend of the two or how that works. Does anybody have any theories on that? That's what I would imagine is, is, uh, you know, they obviously they with Feige and Feige's coordinating all this. So between Sony and Marvel, Sony, you know, no, the hand is one hand isn't doing what the other one doesn't. So I'm sure they're going to blend this all together. And it's, it's probably a little of column A and a little column B. Yeah, and it's nice. interesting that um, because I think wasn't I think Doctor Strange and the Multitude of Madness was, was supposed to come out this fall, I think, or I could be completely wrong on that, but I know it's coming out next year now, so it comes out after this film. So I, I guess it doesn't matter which order they. I, for some reason, I was thinking that the multiverse split open with Doctor Strange and Wanda, um, and Loki, who is also going to be there. So. <laughs> I thought that was leading into this film, but maybe it's the other way around now. We'll, we'll see. It's super we'll see. convenient that they all broke it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And <laughs> all the films are breaking open the multiverse. It's kind of cool. But you know what's interesting also? It seemed odd to me that Doctor Strange was doing this spell to me. It, it just That's the one thing about this trailer is like, huh, what's going on there? Why would Doctor Strange do such a very obviously dangerous spell. He seemed on board with the plan very quickly, right? 
Yeah, and then yeah. he was like not letting Peter interrupt too. He was like very emphatic that he was going to go through with it. It was, yeah, pretty rushed. Yeah. I mean, granted, we're seeing this in a three-minute trailer, mm-hmm. but it seemed like yeah. he was in a hurry. Well, to do yeah, it. I did think it was strange. Uh, you know, he was he was acting a little irresponsible uh, yeah, for what I we think. know of Doctor Strange. Plus, there's this whole thing where it's like cold and yeah, snowing inside his thing. Although I guess it's kind of busted open, isn't it? But he's like wearing like hoodies and stuff under his <laughs> cape, and like I'm like that. what what is he wearing? <laughs> All right. By the way, and here's um, who's the assistant that was said, "Don't you do the spell?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, the I guy, that know. other guy. Why can't I think of it? Well, now okay. I just feel rude. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so we're gonna move on. The only other two things of Marvel that I got here. Let me see. You got it right here. I hit it here. I hit it here. I would encourage everybody, if you're not yet doing so, check out Marvel's What If on Disney Plus. And just to catch you up, we have. Actually, a, a really cool show that the con guys are doing is called the Con Kids. Um, we have a couple of high school guys, or right out of high school, who are actually go- doing the after show for um, What If right now. So it's re- here we go, there we go. That is Austin. That is Redick. Um, by the way, yes, we are very we're, we're kind of related to these kids. <laughs> so they have done a great job. The most recent episode with the Chala was great. The final ever time that. Chadwick Boseman performed the the character of T'Challa. It's kind of like a both a, a great, uplifting, and a heartbreaking um, episode to watch. So you guys will get a big kick out of that. All right. And Jonathan Wilkinson said, if Danny DeVito is not in Spider-Man this time around, I don't want it. <laughs> By the way, Jim, the character we were thinking of is Wong. Wong, yeah. And okay. he's played by Benedict Wong. Yep. And I wonder if Benedict Juan, Juan and Benedict Cumberbatch ever got confused on set. They're like, Benedict. And they're both like, what? And they're like, oh, wait, no, that one. Today not the other is one. the 23rd. It's the official day when reviews of Shang-Chi. 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 No, they go over that in the movie. By the way. Is it Shang-Chi? Myself and Cheeseman have seen it. And. I'm not going to give any spoilers right now. We're waiting for Katie because I know she is really big into this film. And by the way, Katie is at Avengers Campus at Disney's California Adventure right now as we speak. She just said she had an awesome time with the Doctor Strange show. But um, all I'm going to say is this. It's one of my new favorite Marvel films. It is that good. It is off the charts good. It is amazingly good. I'm so excited. And I know we need to wrap this part up, but I'm so excited about Shang-Chi as I have now been corrected to pronounce it. Uh, because I love Simu Liu. Uh, we have been watching Kim's Convenience on Netflix, and he plays Jung. Have any of you guys watched Kim's Convenience? Only a little. It's, completely it's unfamiliar yeah. with him. You have so it's a Canadian sitcom about a Korean immigrant family living in Toronto. Well, the parents are immigrants. The kids were born in Toronto, and they own a convenience store. But it's just about their lives. But it's the writing is so funny. It's so good. You have to watch Kim's Convenience. It's on Netflix. Uh, there's five seasons. It's 13 episode seasons. It's a 22 minute, you know, half hour sitcom. And it the it is just so funny. And I cannot recommend it more. That's what we've been alongside Star Trek. That's what we've been binging. Awesome. Awesome. 
Can't wait to talk about it. All right, guys. This isn't just beer. Or I have my Star Court Mall glass. Oh, nice. I have my Star Court Mall hat. It's kind of hard to see right now. Eh. Oh, there we go. Cheeseman is decked out. And what do you got there, Cheese? I got on my Hawking's hat and got my Hawking's beer glass from the Stranger Things experience here in LA, the, the drive through scare experience. So yep. Stranger Things is a great thing to take into its own multiverse, into the real world, into the television stuff, and into your tour, into the stores, and, and out of your the money out of your pockets. <laughs> money out of your pockets. Well, let's talk about that. Are you guys ready for some more Stranger Things? Are you ready yes, to nah. dive back into oh, the upside down? Fight those demigorgons, those mind flares, and even that el ever elusive giant spider thing that keeps threatening to come and show. Oh, it did show up. Are you ready? But are you ready to sing and dance with Eleven, Will, and a beautifully choreographed demigorgon? Well, you can do just that in the aisles at Stranger Sings, an off-Broadway musical currently playing through September 5th. And Danae, please... Um, Again, introduce us to your guest today. And guys, let's talk about this. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. Um, thank you. First of all, thank you, Jim and Luke, for letting me just text Jonathan and say, hey, you want to hop on the show and talk about your off-Broadway musical? Also, thank you, Jonathan, for being a successful Broadway producer, being willing to be on our show, because I know that we're all, I'm pretty sure all of us, at least I know that Derek and Ben and I are Broadway fans. I can I only assume that Jim and Luke are somewhat. Do I, Jim? I, I am a. I, I enjoy a good play, a good musical. Absolutely. I am awesome. not as steeped in it, the, perhaps, as you guys are. That's fair. I mean, not a, not a lot of people are, but I mean, Derek and I each left the same university with a theater minor. So, yeah. Anyways, John, thanks for being here. We're so excited. We, um, you have Stranger Sings off Broadway right now. So if you're listening to this anywhere on the East Coast, somewhat near New York City, please go see this parody musical. I have been following it since, I don't know, when did you guys, John, when did you guys start in um, your small production that you did in the, um, the little theater? I wasn't there. I was on the West Coast. But tell us about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So we did like a concert version of the show at this place called 54 Below. It's that, you know, Studio 54. It's the like famous nightclub from the 80s. Yep. Um, so there's like a little cabaret space under it in New York City um, that a lot of like Broadway concerts happen at. And so I threw this show together as like a fun like October Halloween, like, you know, concert one night. It was like at midnight. And, um, and that was in 2018. And then it like, after that one night, we started getting people like, you know, producers and stuff that were like, Hey, this is actually pretty good. You should do something with it. And we were like, all right, cool. So we kept like doing more concerts and it kind of snowballed into, uh, yeah, a full, a full show now. So. Dude, where did this idea? That's come awesome. From? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a Netflix show called Stranger Things. That's yeah, it really came popular. from a show. <laughs> really good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I. Uh, I mean, I was such a massive fan of the of the show. Oh, there's Will. Look at baby Will. Um, right before it gets snatched. Um, for those of you who are watching, we are. I mean, for those of you who are listening, we might talk through a couple of photos that um, some publicity photos from the show. We're now looking at Will with a bunch of people singing and dancing around him. <laughs> oh yes. This is our uh, part of our opening number when Will gets snatched, and he has 
he has many big dreams and it does not get to fulfill them in this story. So uh, that's what's happening here. And then we know who that is. So now, can you describe for because a lot of people will just be listening? Oh, well, we in the room, but people who oh, 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 who are listening. Uh, well, yeah. this is um, this is our actress who plays Joyce uh, with her uh, Christmas lights and not pictured, of course, is her son in the lights. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, uh, Sheriff Hopper is looking quizzically at her uh, on the side. I, I got to tell you, this this actress here perfectly captured the disappointing <laughs> look of Winona Ryder playing this mom. That does great. She actually yeah, she's is amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's hilarious. And then, yeah, we have the whole, like, Hawkins crew here. We have Eleven, Left Rights, Eleven, Mike, Joyce, uh, Steve, Lucas, Dustin, and uh, Hopper there. And, of course, and here's one uh, that I'm really excited about. Oh yes! Oh wow! The Barb, Barb. Yes. Yeah, we love we love Barb in the show. So part of the the impetus for this this show was the the need to get justice for Barb. As there always needs to be justice for Barb, and so this is uh, a little moment that she gets in the show that I uh, can't spoil, but is uh, pretty special. So oh, nice. <laughs> and there's the cast looking cute. Yep. You got uh yeah oh, sorry, over there so yeah yeah I mean you got the whole the whole crew there plus Will awesome. so this is uh yeah now Jonathan uh, as a uh, a guy who went to college on a music scholarship I have to ask about the music in the show is this an Did original really? yeah I college on a vocal music scholarship <laughs> that's awesome um I did a lot of musical theater and opera in college. Um, wow. Is this an original musical show or is this a jukebox parody musical? Tell us a little bit about the songs and the music for this show. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I, um, I I think there's a world in which this would be a really great jukebox musical, but this is an original, original musical. Um, it's a parody, but it's original music. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, you know, wanted to write music that like pulled from a lot of the sounds of the era, but also like each character kind of has like their own inspirations for like the different, you know, so I, I pull, uh, like, you know, Olivia Newton, John kind of world for Nancy, that kind of stuff. And then Barb is kind of your traditional or, or Joyce is, is really like your traditional like musical theater diva. So I pull from that and, you know, so there's kind of different inspirations from different worlds, but a lot of eighties, a lot of synth, um, a lot of really kind of iconic sounds from the eighties kind of woven throughout the score. So it's a really, it's, it's fun. That is the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, Me too. You can't do it without synth. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear like an eighties mix with like, you know, Broadway style classic yeah. you know, words and stuff. Ah, is there uh, talking you know, about What? Is there talk of a soundtrack coming out after the play so people can hear oh, the music, music? I'm so glad you asked because today we recorded our soundtrack. So it literally came back from like 15 hours in the studio. So it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. You're not exhausted at all. Not at all. We're doing great. It's a Monday. So, uh, no, it's going to be really, really good. Uh, we, we did all our, we laid down all our cast tracks today and then they're finishing up band stuff tomorrow. Um, hopefully coming out in September. Um, so keep an eye out on our socials cause we'll, uh, definitely be plugging that like crazy. But, um, but yeah, yeah, we have a soundtrack. It's very exciting. 
Now, Cheeseman, uh, since you are uninformed, let me educate you on this. It's not a soundtrack. It's an original off-Broadway cast recording. That's that's what it's called. It's This is no mere soundtrack. Oh, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll use your terms, just, you know, speaking to the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The peons who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, um, as, as a guy who went to college on an academic scholarship, uh, largely related to math, I got to ask, what's the runtime? Oh, that's, that's oh, great. The runtime is, I'll, here's a math problem. It's, it's um, an hour 45, mm -hmm. or what would that be? 100, 105 minutes? minutes? There we go. So That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever your preference is on how to describe that, that's that's where we run. So no intermission, all the way through. Lots of no time. intermission. So for those of us who are very far, cannot from pee. Oh no, pee. Well, no. I was planning on hopping on a plane right now to come see it, and I'm I'm not sure that I can make it. Um, no, but I want. I'm wondering, like, as because so many of us cannot make it to New York while the show's still running, have you recorded it in any way? Like, besides the cast recording, is there going to be anything available? Like the way, you know, a very Potter musical has lived on on YouTube. Um, I would much rather see it live, but if that's totally. impossible. Yeah, no, I mean, very Potter musical is kind of like where I get a lot of my like inspiration uh, or, or kind of where my uh, my uh, love for parody came from. So I have I was actually talking about that with my producing team today, whether or not we wanted to explore doing a, like a virtual option or putting it on YouTube. Um, this, so the production we're doing now is running five weekends and then we're hoping to transfer it into, um, a different theater where we can kind of run it for as long as we want. Oh, wow. Um, so that's kind of the, the process. So we're debating whether or not we want to put it out and try to like, you know, grow the audience online or try to, you know, have a, a longer run before we start doing that. So, um, but you know, there's so many people across the country that want to see it and we are yeah. on TikTok and we're getting, you know, all the youths from, uh, Minnesota and, Dublin and Canada and it's like okay great like we'll never <laughs> I don't think we'll ever be out there but I'm glad you're excited about our show so I mean I, maybe I we could time to see it go around next July that would be fun mm -hmm. hint that would mm -hmm. be fun he's referring to San Diego Comic-Con is is what he's <laughs> hinting at oh it would be a big a fun idea mm -hmm. I would I would be down you, guys would be amazing. Amazing. you know hey, can, well we have a go ahead yeah we have a Comic Con in New York, I think, too. Um, a great we're, big we're, one, and a big Stranger Con too um, that comes through. I think New Jersey every year too. So um, that's what? our other Stranger Cons travel. Maybe you should just travel with Stranger Con. Yeah, right. <laughs> some of our little stage. Yeah. Can I ask you how hard was that. it to put this thing together? I mean, does Netflix know about this? I mean, this is, seems like a, a and you're staging it in New York City in an off Broadway play. This is a big deal. I mean, it's not like you just snuck it in under their noses, did you? Yeah, no, I was. Uh, it was very, um, it was very dramatic sneaking into uh, Netflix headquarters to get this script out. But um, you know, <laughs> but we did it, and uh, and uh, yeah, no, it's. Um, I mean, it's definitely like interesting with parody because we're protected under fair use law, which is basically kind of like a satire um, protection. Um, so, you know. It, there's been so many other parodies that have played in New York. There's one of the office. There's one of friends. There's been one of like silence of the lambs. Like there's, there's been so many parodies in New York. And so I feel very at home bringing stranger things to New York as a parody. But of course you never know with, with the, uh, with the rights owners, if they're going to 
pitch a fit. But you know, we've we've been up and haven't heard anything, and so hey, Netflix, hope you like us. <laughs> hey, just so. so you know, Stranger Con, a salute to the TV series Stranger Things, is having a big convention January eighth and 9th, twenty twenty two, in Los Angeles, California. Mm. Ooh. So you might, should think about that. We could all go see it. That would be great. That, that would be, be a blast. <laughs> John, um, I, John, okay, I have a question because I know you guys. Oh, sorry. You go ahead, Danae. Okay, sorry. Um, I was just going to say, I know that you guys have merch that you're selling too that looks awesome, but it's only available around the show and the theater. Are you guys putting that like online anywhere for a lot of like the hardcore Stranger Things? Because I know Stranger Things merch is a big deal. Like, Yeah. I, um, I also was talking about that with my team today. Uh, I think, you know, we're just doing merch in the theater. We have our special uh, string. I wish I had my t-shirt with me. Actually. Um, we have these awesome Stranger Sings t-shirts that has like a Demogorgon singing with a microphone and like a disco ball. So cool. Um, so we have those. We have little um, Stranger Things buttons or Stranger Things buttons. Um, I think I have one of those. Um, and then we have uh, some limited edition Justice for Barb uh, pins, which are also yes, very cool. So yeah. So I will. Um, you know, I think I think we're gonna have to start putting this online because I've had enough people asking for it. So uh, we'll let you know. Well, tell you what, before we go any further, and then we are going to have some Stranger Things trivia come up. Jonathan, we'd love for you to stick around for that. Not, don't worry, it won't take too long. But we got, we do I'm this. here for it. We, we have a little preview of the show. Yes. All right. All right. And without further ado, Stranger Things. Oh, man, I am a huge fan. Yes. yes, American Airlines, I need a flight to New York right now. <laughs> Dude, that looks so great. That looks so much fun. Yeah, it's a blast. It's very uh, it's very silly. So in case you didn't uh, catch that unicorn in the middle of the uh, montage. so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unicorns make oh, everything yeah. better. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. So, um, is there anything? Uh, can you give us just a little bitty tease? What What is it about the show that? I mean, it's a like a, how many seasons does it incorporate of the show of the TV series? Yeah, so it uh, it pulls from season one, the the arc of season one. So it's mm -hmm. the Will goes missing, Eleven shows up, the boys you know find her, um, and then the Demogorgon's running loose. So it's 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 mostly the plot of season one because that's kind of that iconic like established mm -hmm. Stranger right. Things world. But um, we had to get Scoops Ahoy in there. We had to get, you know, some of those other experiments, uh, the, uh, the, the lab sister, and every, you know. So there's lots of, like, little references to other stuff in the other two seasons peppered through. Um, so it's, yeah, it's layered with all of those, like, little in-jokes for fans of the show, um, which is a lot of fun for people who 
are coming in with a, a, a deep appreciation for the show like I have. So awesome. Awesome. How many waffles are consumed each show? <laughs> oh, um, I mean, I think only one, but I feel like that's not enough. So <laughs> rewrites. Yeah. Yeah. Throw waffles out to the audience. I did, have, I, I did buy Eggo waffles for myself for our opening night just to celebrate. And I had not had an Eggo waffle in like five to 10 years. And I deeply regretted that I ever like held off on an Eggo waffle. They're so good. Oh man. That is not so the direction good. I thought you were going with that. I thought you were <laughs> deeply regretted. And I was going to be like, no, no, you might be losing a potential sponsor. <laughs> not <laughs> like, at all. No, they're so good. And I don't know why I just like <laughs> forgot. So. Very easy. Anyway. Put them in the toaster. Here's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, I got to ask, though, so is Stranger Things, did it capture your imagination in such a degree that you just had to make a musical of it? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, so my, I, I, I'm so, I come from like such a love for, like, I grew up a lot with like Monty Python, Saturday Night Live, and then of course, Fairy Potter musical. So I've always loved kind of like, finding the weird quirky like idiosyncrasies from stuff that I love and like poking fun at that. I used to do this a lot. Um, Danae, I don't know if we were ever in class together where I would like write these weird, stupid parody skits for things, but I did this a lot and my teachers may or may not have appreciated it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I like like satire and parody has like been my world. And so I love stranger things so much. And I was like, I have to write a parody of this. And um, I think I think part of it was like just how how amazing the whole justice for Barb movement, shall I say, um, it was, was, it was. But also, it was it was important. Yeah, I was I had like a yeah. It, it was it had its its moment for sure, and I it should still have its moment because it's we need it. But um, but yeah, and then just you know Winona Ryder and and as Joyce and the lights. It was just like there was so much that I was like, this is so easy to just like take to the next degree and like have fun with. And, um, and so, yeah, it kind of like, you know, wrote itself as I, as I, I, I wrote it over like, I think seven to nine months. And it was just like, whenever I got bursts from uh, inspiration, I would just kind of start writing stuff into my phone. But um, yeah, I mean, it just, it, the show like lends itself so well because it's already like at a certain level of camp as a, yep. as a show. And it's riffing on so much of like eighties pop culture already that it's like, yeah, it's just there's so much fun stuff to play with, um, not just in the Stranger Things world, but in like the 80s tropes and, and references and pop culture. So, yeah. Awesome. Was there any inspirations from the Bill and Ted show like at Universal? Like they were very good at doing the retro, had the fun. So I don't know if you ever saw that. I never saw it. I, I wish I had, though. Shoot. No, yeah, but I think... um. It was a show at Universal Studios every Halloween Horror Nights, and they spoofed pop culture over that that year. Um, that's that sounds like my thing. That's great. <laughs> well, this is cool, uh, and you don't need to tell us. Do you have any other pop culture spoofs up your sleeve? I remember uh, the like, original. If I could interject, okay, please. Because in Theater One Hundred One, you wrote West Side Story Two: Tony's Revenge. You were in that class. Stop! I was in that class. <laughs> That's so funny. That was the stupidest I, like, thing. I, I, I love just, that you were there. I mean, I to be honest, I forgot about it until like just now because I I was going to ask you about the other parodies because I know you have like a friends one that you were a part of, and then I was like, wait a second, Mr. Geskin <laughs> taught us, and I know you had another. One. Oh, so dumb! It was so dumb. 
<laughs> it's, it was theater 101. Everything was dumb. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but tell us. But what were the other parodies you've been a part of? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I helped um, develop a, a friends parody uh, that my uh, some friends from Liberty wrote. Um, so I didn't write that one. I, I directed the workshop and then kind of, you know, um, supported them as they kind of carried it on from there. But um, I think it's mostly that it's been a lot of just like little like, like class projects and little scripts. And oh, my um, friend and I used to do, we used to write a parody script for every show that we were in, in, in high school and perform it at the, uh, at the like cast party at the end of the, at the end of the run. And um, not always was it like uh, well received or like uh, needed, but um, we always felt, you know, the um, the that that everyone needed to to see our parody of Treasure Island, you know. And uh, even though it was way too long and not funny, but um, yeah, so that was I had a lot of those, um, you know, a lot of flops in my day to to get to this one. But um, yeah, I think that's I, gosh, I have so many of those. I think Little Women did like. It's a wonderful life at one point. Anyway, so <laughs> oh, very yeah. stupid. But Stranger Things is the first like full show I've done. So and hopefully not the last. We'll see. Well, I do have to say congratulations. Well, it looks amazing. Is, yeah, and you're on stinking off Broadway in the theater in in New York City. This is huge. Congratulations, Jonathan. Um, all around. I hopefully that some version of the show will stay in existence long enough for me to see it. I can't get out there in the next couple of weeks. But if you're in. New York City or in the area are going to visit. Go check this out. Remind us where people can get tickets. Uh, you can get tickets at Stranger Sings, not Things, Sings, themusical.com. It just, just so happens to have that perfect rhyming word there. <laughs> sure does. It's too perfect. All right, Jonathan, are you going to stick around for our little trivia game we got going on? Probably only go for about 15 minutes here, but it's going to be fun. Do you think I'm you know so hyped for it? I, I know nothing about it, so let's see how it okay. goes. All right. Yeah. I don't think any of us know anything about it. Yeah, I, I do have one question which I do not know the answer to because I'm an idiot. Derek, please pronounce please pronounce the name of this person that I'm showing on the screen right now. <laughs> Mayam Bialik. 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 Mayam Bialik. I always heard her first name. We are celebrating Mayam Bialik because she will now be the weekday, be the host of the weekday for a while, the weekday syndicated version of Jeopardy, at least temporarily, after being named the host of the game show's primetime specials and spinoffs. What's your last name? Bialik. Bialik. I can never remember. Bialik will now fill in at the podium of Jeopardy. For Jeopardy executive producer Mike Richards, on Friday, Richards stepped down just days into the job following the resurfacing of offensive comments he made in the past and some workplace discrimination lawsuits he faced at The Price is Right. Um, so Sony Pictures has confirmed that Mayhem will fill in as host of the Jeopardy program this week. And for a while, she's filmed 15 episodes. And we're just kind of super excited because... Who does not like Amy Farrah Fowler? I just tell you what. And what's cool is a lot of people don't know that she's actually a, what, a neurosurgeon, not a surgeon, a neuroscientist, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's got a doctorate. Yeah, I believe she's got a PhD. I think so. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So this is what we're going to do. A fit. Smart cookie. So as we celebrate Mayam, is it Mayam or Mayam? Mayam. 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 As we celebrate Amy, as we celebrate her becoming the host of Jeopardy for a time, 
And as we celebrate Stranger Things, we're going to do our own little Jeopardy right here as we celebrate some Stranger Things trivia. Does everybody have blank paper? Yes. Yes. So this is how we're going to do it. Here's the score. Here's the that's the scorecard. Okay. Keeping score. You let Jim design the scorecard. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna count down. We got 15 minutes. Where's my okay? I'm gonna put the 15 minute timer on. I'm a little disappointed we don't get to just automatically buzz in with like our own sound effect. Mm -hmm. I choose slogs for 100. Uh, sir, that is S words. Yeah, this is kind of one of the hard. You, I will ask the question. You write the answers down, and then you got to show your answers along with witty, funny comments. All right, <laughs> and we'll see who can get the most. And I will try my best. We have a comment here. Um, what? What is Stranger Things? No, it's that far. drawer in your kitchen where you put all the stuff that you haven't used, but you know it's too good to get rid of it. All right, yeah, and here we go. Guys. All the thing that you catch your finger on, and it it pokes and bleeds. That's in that drawer. Mm -hmm. He's answering in the form of a question. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get it. Should I? Okay, I will try my best to make these in the form of a question. <laughs> you don't have to. Oh, it's so hard because all these are in the form of not questions. These are answers. All right, let me just ask it the regular way, the dumb gym way. Number one, what is the name of the government lab in Stranger Things? You have. Five seconds. Oh no. I don't remember. I can't I, I'm forgetting it too. Why, why, why am I not remembering? Jonathan Wilkinson is a liar. I'm not gonna use Google. And pens down, or at least stop writing. Hold your answers up to the screen. Let's see what everybody got. Derek Hawkins Labs question mark. Question mark is part of the logo. All right, it's like Hawkins National Laboratory. Okay, it is we're gonna give you one, Derek. Okay. <laughs> well, Jonathan had it too. Wait, did you? Wait, Jonathan, you had it. Uh, Hawkins Lab. Jonathan yep. is Hawkins the Lab. Got it. Got it. All right. Yeah, Number I was like, two. I feel like it's not the official, but whatever. All right. In the show Stranger Things, where do the boys discover Eleven? Where do they find her? This is so tense. Five, four, three, two, one. Hold up your papers. Jonathan's got it. All right, Derek. Oh, I didn't get it written down. I was still thinking. Oh, yes, I wanted to say what is the woods? Oh, time, Jimbo. What is the woods? Today got it. Jonathan got it. Did anybody else? No. Right. I thought I was in the basement Jonathan. or something. I guess I'm thinking ET too much that it's like in the house. Because the one guy, yeah, they lure yeah. eleven in with Reese's pieces. What happens? Yeah, because Toby from This Is Us finds her in the kitchen of the the diner, and then he gets shot, and then she runs away, and then the boys find her. And man, it's been so long since I've watched the first season. Oh, right, I'm a fan. I'm ashamed. I was thinking the junkyard yeah. that came later. That was yep. Right. All right. In season one, mm -hmm. after one, which mm -hmm. is the very first episode of Stranger mm -hmm. Things. When Nancy and Steve are studying in her room, what is the song by the group Toto that is playing? You have five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, hold them up. Jonathan got it. Danae got it. Luke, I don't see what this is. Luke got line. it. 
I was going to. Africa. Yeah, I love the story of Rosanna, but that's not it. The, the correct answer is Africa. So everybody, Ben, I don't think you got it right. No, I had all the line because I thought Africa was too obvious, but I couldn't remember what it was. That's what I thought, and that's the other song that I know by Toto is Rosanna. But well, they do a really cool one later called "A Stranger in Town." That was really interesting. All right, here they we go. In Stranger Things, Stranger in Gems. Stranger Things season three, mm -hmm. where does Billy work? His place of location. Oh, I know this. I'm ready already. Bam, I win. Wait, wait, you're, uh, you're today. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, pool. everybody else. You know, Ben, I didn't. Okay, everybody got it except for Ben. The pool. One. Wow, Ben, you really suck at this game. I do. <laughs> Just start doing the Sean Connery version. version. Yeah. In the first season of Stranger Things, there was a one character, you guys, everyone should get this, who became a viral sensation despite vanishing early in the season. What was her name? Boy, you narrowed it down right there. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's see it. The correct answer, of course, is everybody boob. got it except for Danae. Boob. I mean, Bob. Danae, did you really say that? I I was trying to make a joke, but I mean, only Ben picks up on my very sincere Second City training, apparently. Who is Weird Al Yankovic? That's a funny answer, Danae. But that is a good point. answer. Thank Thanks you. for throwing throwing away one question to give us a chance to catch up. Maybe. Here's a hard. You're one. welcome. This one's really hard. By the way, I, I I pulled a lot of these questions off the internet. The thing that bugged me about them, a lot of them were, what was the name of? And I'm like, I don't like those kind of questions, but that's all. That's mainly what we got here. So what is the name of the elderly woman who in season three talks to Nancy about infected rats? What is the name of the lady? Oh, no one's going to get it. I don't it. even remember an elderly woman. Oh, John. Wait, 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 wait. Of course Five. I know it. We ready? Three, two, one. She's on what you got. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Deidre? No, it's Mrs. Driscoll. Well, maybe, well, her hey. I really Mrs. I want to believe it's Deidre Driscoll. That's uh that's is it Deidre Driscoll? Canon. It's not, but I, I decided it is. So it's not. Oh, okay. Thank no. you. It's actually Doris Driscoll. Oh dang uh, it. Oh. <laughs> okay, so. Here's an easy one. Which character that we all love, I mean, which actor that we all love, played the character of Bob Newby? Which actor that we all love and root, root, root for <laughs> played Bob Newby? Just give him the Four, three, two, he also went on a hunt for a ring. Hold up your answers. Oh. Sean Aston, Sean Aston. Who is Samwise Gamgee? I'm going to give it to you. Everybody got it. You know, we, we watched the ring. They went to get rid of the ring, Jim. We watched uh, We watched Return of the King for my birthday. Oh, that's Extended. great. Extended. Awesome. You didn't do the whole trilogy? No, because we, we wear Hobbit feet slippers. We did the first two movies at the beginning of the pandemic, and then we didn't watch the third one, and so we watched the third one for my birthday. Because I'm great, gonna... that's great, Ben. Oh, that's awesome. I'm sorry, I almost called you Jim, but that's great. I think any any time, any excuse you come up with is a good time to watch Lord of the Rings. What is the Goonies, Jonathan? Rudy's Rudy. never die. 
That's right. But Rudy's never say die. All right, we are six six and a half minutes in, and so far, mm -hmm. Danae has four. Luke has four. Derek has five. Jonathan has six. Ben has three. So if Jonathan gets one wrong, he well, loses. Three. Right? Hmm. What? If Jonathan if he doesn't get one, if he misses one, then he he loses, right? That's Jonathan. Jonathan, he's the Stranger Things expert. He has to yeah. write a song about it on the spot. Yeah. That's right. Oh, oh boy, that's a good one. <laughs> Hopefully, Jim, I, I have a song have already ready. Points. So, all right, here we go, guys. It is now. Oh, the we now have exactly. I can't count backwards. It's seven minutes in. So, <laughs> here we go. Next question. At the start of the second season, everybody should get this. Mm -hmm. Boys go dressed up on Halloween as what? What are they dressed as? <laughs> Ready? Five, four, three, two. Up. Oh, let's see it. Go, the go, go, boosters. Boosters. Everybody got it. One, two, five. Who are you going to call? All right, here we go, guys. Finger Stranges. Ooh, here we go. In season one, and I love this. What unusual item does Joyce use as a method to communicate with her son who she has lost? What unusual method of communication does she communicate with her son, Will? Five, four, three, two, hold them up. It is Christmas lights, Christmas lights, Christmas lights, and Christmas lights. Everybody got that one. Yay. With a drawing, a, a drawing with Christmas lights. Oh, good job. Do I get extra points? Yeah, no. So, a draw, drawing. Here's something that's green. Answer me this What is the name of Will's older brother? <laughs> you think, I mean, this one, I actually was like, huh, I did not know that. But I did know that. Everyone should get this. Five, four, three, two, one. Hold them up. Let's see what you guys got. And let's oh, see. I was right. Keeping Keeping time. Time. Okay. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. All right, three of you guys got it. Okay, in season one, he was really creeping right. on Nance. Yeah, that, that's that's a point that that's accurate. Don't no, wait. Was, how was he a peeping Tom though? Jonathan did wait 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 Jonathan did you use that in your play his peeping Tominess? I I didn't call him that in my play but he's definitely in it yeah <laughs> wait Danae was that a joke or did you know his name no I know his name is Jonathan but like that's that's a whole thing in season one like in the first episode right before Barb disappears he is yep. taking pictures of her while she is disrobing through like a window like he is definitely a creep. Oh. Just gonna throw that out there that real part. quick. It's some of you break cameras in the show. Did they ever rectify that? Like nobody ever addressed that, right? He just kind of got away with it. George McFly got away with it. <laughs> he not only got away with it, it just ended saying. up being helpful because he was there taking photos of Barb when she disappeared. So, so I we're guess. glad he was there doing that in hmm. the end. Okay, well, it we didn't go. help Barb, did it? It didn't. It didn't help Barb, but you know what? It it got us that much closer to finding her, which we did not. So, the artist thing okay. approves. All right, here we go. What is the name of Dustin's girlfriend? 
Name of Dustin's girlfriend. Five, four, three. Don't you hate people counting down? Two, one. Hold them up. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's awesome. Never. <laughs> what? Okay, never ending story. Susie, girl. Okay, close. Susie, Susie. M Mama Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Okay, so okay, so who got it? Danae got it. Derek got it. Jonathan. No, got I didn't. It. Who did not? Derek oh, so says Sophie. He did not get it. Ben, what did you say? You said the I never said never-ending story, girl. Oh, I'm my brother that down. I that should count. It, yeah, he gets that. Never-ending story. Right, that doesn't count. I could have said that. All right. Well, yeah, but you did. That gets rid of the next question about what song he was singing. But <laughs> what act? When he's talking about when okay, next question. When Dustin's talking about his girlfriend, he says she is hotter than what actress? Think eighties, think young eighties, early eighties. I remember this was an actress I had never heard her name of before I watched. Season. You're a bad eighties kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was very young. Gremlins. Five. I don't know how to spell her name, but three. It's it's a hard one. Okay. Well, I'm she was also on Friends. <laughs> All right. Everybody I mean, was on her Friends. Name was, her name was part one. All right. Up Molly Ringwald. No. Fee uh Sophie Neverending. No. Pizza. No. Phoebe Cates. Both Jonathan and Ben got it. Oh wow, it's mm. Okay, Ben's up Jonathan to seven. Has not seven. Seven. Luke nine. Jonathan eleven. Derek Should have been Molly Ringwall. This is so close. All right, guys, we only have like three minutes to go. Yep, three minutes. Here we go. Here we go. Let me mm -hmm. find a good one. Okay, here we go. Who created the TV series Stranger Things? Since we're coming at you from the nerdy heart of Hollywood, let's talk some Hollywood stuff. Who created it? Five, four, three, two, hold them up. Um, oh, wow. Legendary, the Duffer legendary Duffer animation director Don Bluth. Um, no. So Chris Cabin Costello is wrong, Luke. So the Duff brothers, the Duff sisters, and her Duffer sister a lot. The Jonathan Duff put the first name. The brothers and the Duffer, Duffer sisters died. Okay, so I like that answer, Danae. Tonight, okay, Jonathan, Thank you. Danae, Jonathan, Derek. All right, guys, we're down probably to our last three questions. Here we go. Let me make them hard. Oh, this was fun. In season two of Stranger Things, what is the name of the arcade that they hang out at? Five, four, three, two... One. Hold them up. Shoot. Um, eighty something Hawkins Arcade. Uh, what? What's yours, Jonathan? Starcade, I think. No, Starcade. it's not Starcade. Oh yeah, I didn't think it was the Palace. Nobody. Oh. Okay, here we go. Wow, nobody knew it. All right, last couple There's questions. There's a lot of questions in this test that I did not study for. Last two, last couple questions. Mm -hmm. Season two, what is the name of the malevolent entity that possesses Will in season two? 
What do they call it? It is the blank blanker. <laughs> Jim, stop giving us hints. <laughs> the blank blanker. I kind of messed up while I was writing this. I hope it's readable. Four, three, two, one. Hold him up. The mind flayer. What is okay? The, the car driver. <laughs> the car driver. The no. The dimmer garden. No. And will you get anything? Yeah, same as Danae. I just. Okay. Derek. There's too much TV there. these days. Stop making Thank shows you. every. All right, network. guys. Last question. I won't. We're not going to ask about what kind mm -hmm. of food did Eleven like. What was it? Ego waffle. Just say it again. Lego my ego. Legos. What, or what was the year that Three Musketeers first? 1983, November. Yes. All right, here we go, guys. Or in, in the second to last question, what was the name that Dustin gave his little pet thing? Oh. <laughs> no, he, he, the polywash. He called it the. Mm -hmm. You guys know the name of it? Yeah. Oh. Wait, are we writing this down or are we saying it? Oh. Great. Oh, no, just saying, I have one oh, last I question. D'Artagnan, oh, yeah. Final question of the night. D'Artagnan, we do not talk to like Famous last question of the night. Finn Wolfhard, who plays mm -hmm. Mike, went on to star in another film adaptation that was pop that was set in the 80s. Mm -hmm. What? Know this one. Did anybody hear my question? The last word I just said. Jim, stop it. Five, four, three, two, one. Hold it up. It, 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 it. Da, da, everybody got it. Here we go. One, two, three. That's supposed to be a balloon, but it doesn't look like Here's the Penny bonus question. Bonus. This is worth two points. Bonus question worth two okay. points, and then okay. we're done for the night. Robin. Okay. Okay. Robin, who works with Steve and scoops ahoy. In real life, she is the daughter of what two famous people for two points? Um, Sonny and Cher. Hang on. Write it down. I forgot his name. Oh, I didn't know I we were still writing stuff down. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Nobody, what nobody talk. Like the... Don't say it. Don't say it. It's um. You gotta give them a timer, Jim. When I get done singing. I'm blanking on his name. I know this. All right. All right. Hold up your answers for two points. Oh, I No, it's not Bob Barker and who? Ethan Hawkin. Ethan Hawkin. Nobody. Uma Thurman, that's Uma Thurman and Dead Poet Society guy. I'll give the Hey, did you get them both, Ben? No, I just got Ethan Hawke. I couldn't remember. So Ben got one. Danae got none. Luke got two. Jonathan got two. One, two. And Derek got two. One and a half. Because I couldn't remember Ethan Hawke's name. I was really blanking. And then people started showing their cards. And it came to me before I saw anyone else's. Here's answers. the final score. Ben ended with Ben with ten. Danae with nine, Luke with ten, jo uh, Derek with. I lost to Ben and Luke. Uh, Derek had thirteen, very mm -hmm. good, and Jonathan sixteen. 
Jonathan knew every answer. That is exactly how it should be. I didn't know the Palace Arcade, and I'm ashamed. Except so. the answer that no one knew. Tell you him what, what he won. If I had time, I would have remembered that. <laughs> one, I, I think Starcade was the name of a WCW fight night, like pay per view <laughs> special back in the 90s. In that's, that's, three, that's exactly, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. This is yeah. Yeah. By the way, do, do we I. Have- Go do ahead. I win free tickets to Stranger Things for, for, for winning this? Is that what that you sure do? Great. You are Great. Hold on. excited. Sleeping on Derek's couch. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jonathan, this has been a, a lot of fun. A, a huge pleasure having you on the show tonight. I, I really hope I get to see the show. Remind us again how people can get tickets and where the show is at. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I, uh, I feel very at home talking about Stranger Things, but also uh, Marvel. So this has been... A joy all the way through. Um, uh, yeah, you can get tickets on our website at uh, Uh You can also follow us on Instagram at StrangerSingsMusical. We're also on TikTok, if you like TikTok, at StrangerSingsMusical. Um, and then on Facebook at StrangerThingsTheMusical, the parody musical. Um, and YouTube, you can look us up. We've got some videos up as well. Um, actually, the website's got everything, so just go to the website and use all the all our links so um but yeah come see us we run at the players theater in new york city uh through september 5th uh we have eight more shows left we have a cast album coming in mid-september and then hopefully we have more productions in the future um but uh yeah if you love stranger stranger things um you'll have a blast so please come out and say hi i'll be at the merch table so stranger (laughs) sings the parody musical dot com Uh, StrangerSingsTheMusical.com, yes. Look at there! There it is. Right. Hey, there it is. Musical.com. Go check that out. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Thank you, everybody, for always coming and hanging with us on a Monday night. I know, Jonathan, it's super late for you there. Thank you, but, you know, you theater folks are late-night folks. So. Uh, yeah, I still got two more hours of my day, so we're this is great. <laughs> hey, Danae, where can people find out what is going on in your life? Well, hey, everyone, just a special thank you for listening in. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining us. Um, I am a writer slash comedian, L.A.-based, with all these lovely people, except for Jonathan, who is New York-based and doing awesome. You can find me on Instagram at D-N-A-Y-S. You can also find me on TikTok at Whiny Danae, even though I have not updated it in a while. And, yeah, I'm so disappointed Katie missed this show. She's the other half of... um, the con girls you can find us on instagram also posting things along with the con guy just maybe from a slightly different perspective we got a lot of cool shows coming up yep you do all right cheese men you can find me on both instagram and twitter at cheese on couch and on the and check out my screenwriting look me up on imdb yeah you've been kind of busy lately derek you don't find me i find you <laughs> but occasionally I'm on Twitter at ConGuyDerek. Yep. Derek's been really busy lately, so uh, he's doing That's a true. lot of a I, lot Because of... I wasn't nerdy enough. I'm studying software engineering. So, you know. <laughs> it's always good work. That's hey, birthday boy. Me? Yes. Ah, well, hey, everyone. It's me, old buddy Ben. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ben Cleaver. That's B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R. Easy to say, hard to spell. You can also just look up the hashtag BK421. 
because uh, usually I tag my posts with that and you can find me from there. Uh, I uh, The only thing I've got in the pipe right now is I am going to be doing stand-up comedy at the Trip Tease Burlesque and Variety Show uh, at the Trip Santa Monica on October 27th. The show uh, starts at 8 p.m. with live music. And then the variety performances and burlesque start at nine. Uh, I am always stoked to do that show. It is a blast. Um, but we're working on putting some other stand-up stuff out there, uh, as well as just more writing and, and acting and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, get your vaccination shots. They're safe. They're effective. We're going to need boosters soon. Anyway, that does not mean they don't work. Uh, it just means the, well, yeah, there's a whole thing. I don't need to go into the whole thing, but get it. Be safe. Let's open this thing back up. Love you all. And Ben, if people want tickets to your show, how do they get tickets? You can go to, I believe it is, give me one moment. Uh, triptease.eventbrite.com. Uh, they do shows every week. Uh, the one that I am particularly going to be in is on October 27th. Uh, and you can also look up Trip Tease Burlesque uh, on Facebook uh, and check out uh, their other stuff. Tons of great performers. If you don't know burlesque, it's you, 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 people think it's stripping. It's not stripping. It's actually really incredible and creative and fun and oftentimes funny and hilarious performances. So... Um, it's it's much more vaudeville than uh, than anything else. So um, you're the only one stripping. I'm the only one stripping. That's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. The tickets are flying out right now. There we go. There we go. Ben, um, do you have a red cup with you? I do. Remember, why do you always have that red cup? Because whenever Ben Cleaver shows up, it's always a party. Oh. party. We've enjoyed partying with you guys this week. Thank you so much for watching and. Please like our show, follow us, and subscribe. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have an awesome week. Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Dr. Geek here with another reminder that the ESO Network is pro-science and pro-vaccine. We urge you to be a superhero and protect yourself, your family, and your fellow geeks around the world. Don't be fooled by the forces of evil and their anti-science misinformation campaign. Consult the latest CDC guidelines, your doctor, and get the COVID vaccine today. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network. Your station for all things geek.